you found this podcast because you're a mom who wants to disrupt what is expected of you. You're passion-focused, purpose-driven, and ready to break through to your own version of success and finally build a life and business that is totally on your own terms and led from your inner guidance system. You're not interested in replicating what someone else told you was successful. You're 100% ready to design your own reality in life and business, and you're here for it, all of it. I see you, I hear you, I am you. So let's get started in turning our dreams into bite-sized actionable steps to launch forward toward our dreamy, soulful, fulfilling, and joyful lives and businesses. Welcome to the Moms with a Purpose show. Hi, everyone in Mompreneur's Social Break Room. Happy Monday. Happy, I guess, happy daylight savings. It's not very happy for some of us. I know that. Yeah, I was super tired this morning. I don't know about you guys, but I slept through my alarm. So we missed the bus and I had to drive my daughter to school, but it's all good because I gave myself that grace this morning to sort of, it's all okay. You know, sometimes you just have to give yourself that grace when things happen and just allow it to be okay. So thank you, Sammy, for this opportunity to go live. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today about something that I'm super super, super passionate about. So today I'm talking about manifesting. Hi, Sammy. Thank you for this opportunity to go live. It's a lot of fun and I'm super excited about what I'm talking about today. So this idea of manifestation, some of you may have heard of it. Some of you are like, what? What's that? Or you might have a certain opinion on it either way, like sort of like, oh, well, manifestation, that's just dreaming. It doesn't work. Or, oh yeah, I've heard of manifestation and I've tried a few things. So I wanted to just talk about like what it actually is and what it's not. And then some actionable tips you can actually take to start manifesting if you're interested in it. Manifesting your big goals. And especially if you have, if you're a mom that has a business, like if you're in this group, you are a mompreneur, you have a business, you have big goals for your business and for your life. And I'm sure you know you want to reach these big goals, but sometimes it gets hard. Sometimes life happens, life gets in the way. Now I like to think of it not as like life is getting in the way, but it's just what the universe wanted me to give to me at that particular moment in my life to either teach me a lesson or, you know, it's all there for a reason. So first let's talk about like what's manifesting, what is it not? Okay, so what are some myths about manifesting? So some people think it's sort of like a magical practice. Like if you go and write down your goals and write down all your dreams and hopes that they're magically going to manifest into your life without you having to do anything in order for them to manifest in your life. That is not true. So yes, we can write down our goals 
and our dreams and our hopes, and we can make a plan for those. But the truth is, just like with goal setting, if we don't start taking actionable aligned steps towards those manifestations, they fizz out pretty fast. And we're not going to really reach those goals if we don't take the aligned action steps. But the difference to me between like regular goal setting, so some of you may have heard of like SMART goals. So the SMART goal method, if you've ever worked with a life coach or even in a corporate setting, they talk about SMART goals a lot. If you've ever heard of that concept, what is different between that goal setting and manifesting? So to me, that goal setting is very intellect-based. It's very consciously based, right? So you're thinking deeply, you're thinking about what your goals are instead of just allowing, instead of just allowing what your deep desires, what you deeply want in your life to sort of come to you while you're meditating or going for a nature walk. And those thoughts that come into your mind when you quiet your mind, those are really like the subconscious thoughts, the thoughts that, you know, come from your deep intuition. And for me personally, when I used to try to set SMART goals, I would always fall flat. And I realized later on that why I was falling flat on the SMART goals was because I was just making up like arbitrary goals that I thought I had to do, like that were either based on, you know, something someone told me, oh, that would be really good for you. You should do that in your life. And I was like, oh yeah, I would be good at that. And so then I'd set that goal and then what would happen is, I really didn't want to do that goal, so then I wouldn't achieve it. And then for years upon years, I thought, like, there was something wrong with me because I kept falling flat on these goals. But what was really happening in this situation was I wasn't listening to my intuition. And so that's what I talk about a lot in my coaching practice. Like, I am an intuitive business coach, and I help moms figure out what goals are really coming from their deep intuition that they truly want to work on instead of ones that society had told them or maybe their well-meaning spouse, family member, a mom, a dad, a sister, a brother, a friend, somebody who was like, you know, that would be really good for you. You should do that. And I was so influenced for so many years by those things. Yes, Sammy, been there, done that. Yes, so you know how that does not work at all. So then with that, I wanted to go into what is manifesting and some actionable steps you can start taking today to start manifesting those goals that come from your deep intuition. So the first step, is really self-awareness, right? So you want this deep awareness of yourself and it's really a journey. It's really a deep journey that you have to go through. And what I realized was it's not overnight. It's not something that you can just say, okay, I wrote down, I pulled out a journal page and I wrote down everything. I'm aware of myself now. It doesn't work like that. It's a continuous journey. So it's an awareness of your triggers. It's an awareness of what activates your emotions. It's an awareness of what is activating your underlying triggers. And all of this work 
is so necessary in order for you to peel back the layers of yourself like an onion. So it's really like a like a revealing process. Like who am I truly underneath all of these layers and underneath all of these sorts of layers that I've been like portraying in the world for so long. So it's really like a deep exploration. And there's some questions you can actually, you can journal on this. You can ask yourself these questions and I recommend doing this. But also for me, it was working with a mindset coach on deep exploration of my subconscious and working on sort of what stories was I telling myself that I could let go of because they were not serving me. They were no longer serving me or they never served me, right? So those stories that get ingrained in us, that get embedded in our subconscious, that and those stories are telling us, you can't be, do, or have this. You cannot, like for me, it was a story, and it's actually funny and ironic that I'm going live right now because it was a story I told myself that I couldn't be visible because, so the story I was telling myself was I could not be visible in my business because I wasn't talented enough. I didn't know enough. I'm not fully healed. All of these things that I was telling myself that was preventing me from getting onto live videos to spread messages that were basically coming to me through my intuition, through when I'm meditating, when I'm taking a nature walk, I get sort of these downloaded thoughts and I write them out. And these thoughts are turning into things that help other minds that help other people. And so I'm starting to share them on my social media platforms and I'm starting to share them in my Facebook group and I'm starting to put them into programs to help moms thrive, to help moms get through some of these subconscious blocks that they're experiencing because they truly do want to get to that dream life, that the life you dream of, you want to get there, but you know something's holding you back from it. So for many years, I told myself I wasn't good enough to spread these messages. And why was I telling myself that? So that's like another, I could probably talk for hours about that. So I won't go into details of what my healing journey looked like, like in detail, but I can tell you that once I started working on those subconscious blocks that were holding me back, that was really the key. That was the key for me to break through that fear of being seen, of being visible, of being in the public eye, of, you know, spreading my messages that I know are going to help so many moms. So that awareness of yourself, that's really key to before you even start forming goals that you want to manifest, right? You need to have that awareness of self. So here's some questions you can ask yourself. Are you aware of your current belief system? Are you aware of your current feelings? Like, do you know, are you aware of what you're feeling day to day? Are you aware of your current desires? And then on top of that, I would say a step further is you can journal on, do your current desires 
Like when you write them out, do they match up with your passions and do they excite you? So if your current desires don't really excite you, maybe they came from somewhere else and you have to reevaluate really what types of goals you're setting in your life, whether they're coming from your intuition or from outside influence. So then I would also ask... What am I not allowing in my life currently? So this is a kind of like a deep breath one, right? What am I not allowing in my life? When I sit down and really reflect, and I highly recommend to do this after a meditation, after a walk in nature, after something that has totally cleared your conscious mind to the point where you are not being influenced by outside sources. And I do stress this a lot especially in the times we're going through right now with everything in the news and everything going on in the world. It's really, really, really important. And I'm not saying that you have to be blind to what's going on in the world. Obviously, that's not practical. But I do recommend at least taking like, you know, at least five to 10 minutes, 20 minutes is ideal, but at least a few minutes a day to like disconnect from everything and just tune into yourself. Tune into your body. Listen to your thoughts. Listen to what your body's telling you. Listen to your emotions and check in with yourself. It's so important, especially during times, uncertain times. You know, the past few years when we've been going through this pandemic and a whole bunch of other things in the world. Now, you know, there's a war across the world and a lot of us are just feeling heaviness about it. So it is just so important to check in with yourself on a daily basis. I do try to do mine first thing in the morning. Sometimes, you know, life happens. My six-year-old has other plans. She wants to change her outfit like 10 times and she doesn't, you know, she wants to eat something else for breakfast and then we're trying to run out the door to catch the bus and stuff like that. So I always make sure, you know, if I skip the first thing in the morning, then after she goes off to school, I definitely make that time for myself. So you really want to start asking asking yourself these questions and maybe even start a journaling practice day to day. I know a lot of people like really don't like writing. I'm a person who loves writing and journaling, but if it's not your thing, also you could maybe start a video journal, like a video diary, like record yourself on your iPhone for a couple of minutes daily. Just record your thoughts, what you're thinking, you know, the thoughts that are coming up without being influenced by outside sources. That's the major point that I want to get across there. So then I would say, you know, the second step really in starting to manifest goals that come from a place of your deep intuition is your intention setting. And I have an intention setting ritual that I do every single month and I do this on or around the day of the new moon. So if you follow an astrological moon calendar, you'll see every month we have a new moon and a full moon. The new moon is really, really great for doing some type of intention setting ritual and 
So for me personally, I love oracle cards. I love tarot. I love all of those things, metaphysical, spiritual practices. So on the day of the new moon, I will pull a card from one of my decks or sometimes a series of cards. And then those cards kind of set the tone for my intentions for the next month. So then I will, you know, and I'll probably meditate before I set my intentions or clear my mind in some way. Nature walk uh, is great for that as well. So clear my mind, meditate, and then I'll start writing down what my intentions for the next month are. And how intentions are different than like sort of goals, like a goal would be, I want to publish my book this year, right? That's my big goal. But my intention would be, I am going to allow creativity to flow into my daily life and my daily practice. And I'm going to nurture that creativity and allow it to flow to me so that I am able to write my book. And I am able to start putting that book together, right? So that's how an intention is actually different than the big goal that you want to get to. So the big goal would be writing and publishing that book, but the intention would be really more focused around the feelings and the state that you want to be in so you can work on that goal. And I think this is a part that a lot of people who talk about goal setting miss because we're so focused on like just getting to that big goal but we forget about how we need to nurture ourselves and our creativity and even rest like we even need to nurture our rest time we need to recognize that our bodies need rest so we cannot like work 24 7 on this goal we're gonna get burned out before we get to the goal right so I think the huge part of setting your intentions is really focusing on the feelings that you want to achieve and focusing coming from a place of connection from your intuition rather than force you really want to come from that place of connection because if you come from the place of force and you're just pushing yourself like 24 7 to get to that goal, trust me, your creativity is going to take a nosedive, your productivity is going to take a nosedive, your time management, everything. So you really want to space it out and trust is a huge factor in this as well. You want to put trust, the timing of your goal will come in the time it's meant to. And that was a huge lesson for me really in setting and manifesting my goals. I'm constantly sort of being given these messages from the universe. It's sort of funny, but I'm consistently being given these messages from the universe that time is not running out, that I have all the time I need available to me to reach my big goals, and that the universe is there to support me in reaching those goals. And so put my faith and trust in the universe and keep working towards those, but do not burn myself out and do not stay up like all night working on something because my goals will come in the timing that they are meant to. So if you're also needing that message, there you go. Time is not running out in your life. You have all the time you need to reach your big goals. And 
And it's just a matter of what you do day to day to nurture those goals. It is really a nurturing and an allowing rather than a forcing is what I've come to realize. So with that, then yes, focusing on the feeling of what you want to come into your life instead of focusing on the outcome. That is really a huge lesson that I've learned in my manifesting practice. And when I set my intentions and when I set my goals for the month, I focus daily. And what I've started to do is I love Gabby Bernstein and her meditations. They put me into such a calm, peaceful state where I feel like I can truly sort of just be in my inner intuition and notice what is coming up, right? So I do one of her meditations every day and then I focus on how I want to feel when I get to my big goals. So I focus on, I want to feel joy, happiness, fulfillment. I want to feel peace. I want to feel security, right? I want to feel like financial security. I want to feel supported. I want to feel inspired. So I focus on all of those feelings that I want to come into my life instead of focusing on, I just want this book published. Like that's my goal. I want this book published because if I just were to sit there and keep repeating like my intention is to get this book published it is you know it's not allowing it is not the art of allowing it is more of a forced more of a forced goal that I'm trying to do right and in my experience forcing goals has never worked out for me in the long run. So that's why I now teach moms how to allow and to work from a place of their inner intuition instead of forcing goals because that method has worked out so much better in my life and a lot of other people's lives around me and other moms that I've talked to and worked with. Really the art of allowing is an art and a practice and it doesn't come naturally. And how I've really built it up is day to day, like continuing to focus on those practices that are grounding me, that are bringing me peace, um, that are bringing me a sense of security and peace and inner knowing that everything is being taken care of and that every single step I make in this world is supported. And I only got to that place from practicing this day in and day out and from waking up every day with a fresh sort of mindset and sort of being grateful. Gratitude is another huge thing. So just being grateful for the new day, being grateful for what is in my life, being grateful, you know, that I have my family around me, being grateful that I have a loving family and a supportive family. And of course, not all of us have all of these things, but we do have things that we can be grateful for in our lives. And it's not to say that we have to like forget our icky feelings either. I'm totally not one of those types of people who says, 
says, oh, just forget about like being mad or sad. Like just forget it, stuff it down. It like, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> Let me tell you, like stuffing emotions down is not a good strategy for anything. So that's not what I'm saying at all. Like gratitude is just a feeling and a practice that grounds you in your life and supports you in your life. But of course, it's still okay to feel those other emotions. We're all going to feel sad, angry, frustrated. We're human. You know, we're going to feel those emotions. But I really think when you start working on yourself at a subconscious level and when you start sort of healing the stories that were holding yourself back, when those emotions come up, you're more easily able to identify the emotions, the sources of the emotions, where they're coming from. And the easiest thing to do is to, it takes something like 90 seconds to move through a negative emotion, right? So if you feel that emotion coming on, instead of just trying to pretend it's not there, because trust me, that has never worked out for me in my life. It's always made it worse later on. Some Thing, it boiled up inside of me and then blew up later. But the easiest way to sort of work with your emotions is to just move through them. So if you feel that like anger or frustrating emotion come up, sit in it for 90 seconds. Sit through it for 90 seconds. Move through the emotion rather than avoiding the emotion. And Trust me, it makes a world of a difference when you do that. Also, I'm reading Brene Brown's new book, Atlas of the Heart. That is such an amazing book if you want to dive deeper into human emotion. And really, she defines like all of the emotions. And it's a crazy number. Like most of us only think that we have like four emotions, like happy, sad, mad, and frustrated or something like most of us only feel like we live within four or five emotions but I think it's something like I don't even know the number like 70 or something emotions that she goes through in that book and it is really eye-opening so that's just a side note check out that book if you want to learn more about human emotions so then I would say like really the third actionable step I would tell you today that you can start using towards manifesting goals that come from your deep intuition rather than outside sources are would be it's another journaling activity and I know some of you are probably like I don't want to do more journaling but this is a really important one for me so it is journaling about your future state so this is really like quieting your mind again start with a brief meditation to sort of get into that state you want to be in and then you want to journal how does your future life look like when you get when you reach that goal and you really want to be writing about this as if you're really there so you want to close your eyes and imagine yourself like getting to that goal, getting to that manifestation that you want to manifest. And you want to describe in as much detail as possible what that looks like for you, right? Down to the detail of what are you wearing? Who is with you? What are the people around you saying? What does it feel like in your body? And what emotions are you experiencing? Where are you, right? What setting are you in? What 
location are you in? Again, who's around you? Describe what you're wearing. Describe how you're feeling. Step into that future state as if you're already there. And just envisioning that future state and wrapping yourself into that future state and writing all of that out. Or again, if you don't like writing, do a, you know, a few minute video journal every day. Just record yourself talking about what your future state looks like and saying it out loud even. And that was such a game changer for me. Like just stepping into that future vision, it just floods you with all of the emotions that are going to come when you get to that future vision. And that is enough to send you into action. It has many, many times I've been in a place where I was just stuck and then I started envisioning that future state and gave myself a break, took a walk outside. Again, I'm a big proponent of taking a walk outside in nature because I think it just clears your brain so much from all of the junk that we're consuming like every day. And if you can, don't look at social media when you go take your walk, right? Because that's really going to clear you out. So again, like I've been in a place where I was so stuck and feeling like so discouraged and just honestly like, you know, questioning everything. Like, why am I even doing, why do I have a business? Why am I even doing this? What is all of this for? And... I think as entrepreneurs, that comes up a lot more often than others who, you know, it did come up a lot when I was in my old job too. But anyways, I've been in that place where I just started questioning every single thing I was doing. What is this all even for? And then I grounded myself. I re-grounded myself in the present moment and I read back through my old journal notes or I started writing a new journal about what my vision was, what I felt my why was, and what my bigger purpose was, and why I was doing all of this, and then regrounded myself in all of those feelings, and then gave myself a little break, and then walked away having been re-energized and taking the next action step. So personally for me, I feel like our minds really like to play tricks on us sometimes and they try to tell us lies. Like our conscious minds, like our egos, they really try to get us to believe that we're not good enough, that we're not powerful enough, that we're not strong enough to do the things we want to do. But in reality, those are all lies. Like those are just what our brains are telling us because at some point in the past, we might have had something traumatic happen or we might have had someone else tell us like, you'll never be good enough. Like, you're not a good writer. You're not a good speaker. Like, you're horrible. You know, you're not going to be good at this in life. You might as well just find something else. Don't make this your day job. All those comments kind of come to mind. And I know a lot of us have different stories from our past and different experiences and different sort of traumas that have happened to us. And... I just wanted to tell you today, those stories that are programmed into you are not you and they do not define you. They do not define yourself. They do not define your future self, your present self. They do not define what you're going to do next in this world, anything like that. Like you are so capable and so powerful and so 
unique and amazing and your intuition is going to lead you forward towards your manifestations and your goals in your life. So then those are the three steps I would really tell you that have made the most impact on me personally and other people and, you know, clients that I've worked with and moms that are really trying to pursue their business and personal goals. Those three manifesting steps are definitely what I would start with. And then of course, there's so many things you can layer into it and go deeper. And if you are interested at all in going deeper into any of this, I do offer one-to-one coaching and I have a group program that I'm going to be launching in April. So I'll check with Sammy and make sure it's okay to post a link to that but you can always dm me if you're interested in learning more and i also have a podcast called moms with a purpose and i'm going to be offering a lot more content on manifestation and mindset and goals and motherhood and really stepping into our biggest boldest, most powerful versions of ourselves, the true versions that we are constantly, consistently working on uncovering and, you know, reprogramming our stories that hold us back. And so I do a lot of these things in my coaching and in my programs. I would love to help you further if you have an interest in that. But otherwise, have a great rest of your Monday. Take a nap if you possibly can for daylight savings. I know I always get so tired on daylight savings. It's not even funny. And in the past, I wouldn't listen to my body. But now that I am listening to my deep intuition, a nap is definitely on my schedule for today. (laughs) Even if it's only like 10 or 15 minutes, a nap sounds really good. So have a great day, everyone. This was so much fun and hope to come talk to you again soon sometime thank you sammy so much for having me in your group have a great day everyone thank you so much for tuning into the moms with a purpose show today i am so grateful that you've decided to listen to my podcast i am so excited to continue bringing you valuable content that will help you in your purposeful and passion-filled mom life going forward. So if you enjoyed the content on this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. In addition, I want to invite you to join my Facebook group called Moms with a Purpose. I will leave the link in the show notes, but I would really love for you to join. We touch on all of the topics talked about on this podcast, plus feature free challenges and a chance to meet other purpose-driven moms that are out there doing, following their passions and pursuing their dreams just as you are in their own unique ways. So I would love to see you in the Facebook group. Until next time, have a great week and thank you so much for tuning in.